podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello. Merry Christmas. Whoa. Care's <laughs> even got his hat on. Look at this. Rangers run out 2-0 winners. Motherwell nil. Rangers 2. Three more points for Clement's side. Again, another team that doesn't register a single shot on target against us. Um, just what we all wanted. And hopefully, hopefully we got out of there injury-free. But we'll, we'll come on to the talk of that a little bit anyway. Um, I'm joined again by Connor and Care. Connor, how are you feeling after that? Yeah, absolutely delighted. Um, it will be a Merry Christmas for one and all. Nice way to round it off. You always worry, don't you, when you're playing Christmas Eve and you're thinking, oh, just just get the result. Um, and, we, and we did that. And, you know, but for a couple of fine margins, could have been a couple more um, goals to be talking about as well. But, um Personally, I was delighted that the VR check went offside just from a purely selfish point of view, the fact that I predicted 2 now. So, um, <laughs> but, no, could not be happier. Yeah, it was um, gat fill for, for Dessers today, man. Two, two decent finishes. Some some terrible finishes in there as well. Um, although I'm not counting the, the last one as a terrible finish because we want to drop ball out of that. So I think that was quite clever from Dessers. He, he read the moment. Um <laughs> How? What are your sort of uh, initial thoughts from the from the game just finished? I was quite happy. I know it was second half, so a bit tough for maybe 15, 20 minutes because Manuel had to go for it. But good three points back up the road. Nice Christmas day. But I'm just hoping none of the players are suffering any injuries because some of the challenges they were quite hefty, and the referee was letting them go. Yeah, yeah, we're definitely going to come to the referee because um, I thought he had a bit of a mix. I don't think he was terrible decision-wise. I guess it was decision-wise. The lack of cards, I think, early on was was a bit terrible. Um, but we, as I say, we, we will come to him. Um, we are sponsored by NordVPN. Um, they, of course, sponsor Rangers Football Club as well. And now they sponsor the Rabble. So if you want a big discount, um, I'm sure Martin's put the, the link in the description. And you go there, get a big discount and keep yourself safe when you're browsing the internet. Um, welcome to all the troops as well that are joining us. You can see all the Christmas messages. Absolutely fantastic to see. Um, a lot of people already putting their thoughts in. So we're going to try and come to as much as possible. But just on the initial start then, Connor, it was a weird one because I, I usually think we start, not usually start well, but we, we start fairly okay. Um, and, and that usually goes, it flips the other side for us where we tend to concede that first goal after starting well. But it was sort of the opposite of today where we were a bit slack in the first minute or two. Uh, we, we were just giving the ball away a little bit too much on our own end. And then out of nowhere, we've got up the other end and, and just put the ball in the back of the net. And it was just that dream start. Um, really good link-up play between... Uh, who was it? Sorry, Dow and Dessers. Uh, Dessers with a lovely little uh, layoff to Dow into his path. He takes a touch with his right and then blasts it home. Um, and it was just just a tremendous start and, and the absolute dream. Exactly what you want when you just want to sort of settle the nerves early because we've got to get to this this big game at least two points behind. And, and it was just the perfect start. Yeah, absolutely, the perfect start. No surprise to me that Dow scored. Um, you know, just an absolute, you know. 
it was, as you say, the first minute or two, um, it was a wee bit slack, um, a bit sloppy, but <clears throat> I think I'd put that down to the, the conditions and just, you know, taking that wee minute or two to kind of adjust properly to the to the conditions because it wasn't great out there today. It really wasn't. Um, with the weather and the, the wind, I mean, dear me, there was some moments through the wind the day that were ridiculous. And that ball that came in the box, it was like one of those invisible FIFA players that you get sometimes. It's magically clear that we're normally there. It was bizarre. Um, so I think it was just getting ourselves adjusted to that. But once we did, we moved the ball really well, really sharp. Um, I've got to be honest, when, when Dow first hit the shot, I actually thought he was hitting it over. It, it seemed like it was going so high and then obviously it just sort of, you know, ripples into the roof of the net. Um, but it's a great finish for Kieran Dow and absolutely, you know, something that I think he needs. I think getting back into the squad's a good thing for him. He done okay against St. Johnson, getting a goal today and lasting for as long as he did in the match as well. Um, it's it all bodes well for him, and I thought him and Cantwell in particular in the midfield, I thought they linked up really well um, throughout the first half uh, in particular. We had some real good moments, but I always think it's important, you know, you get off to a slightly sloppy start, but then you get a good goal just to settle everything down. Um, and then that's you sort of kick on for there. Um, okay, we never went on and won you know, four, five or six, but we got the all-important second goal that really, even though there was 16 minutes in the clock at the time, you felt at that point, you know, that the the points were, were going to be secure. Because um, you didn't really see Mungo getting two or three goals in that game. They didn't look like they had it in them. Um, you know, so, yeah, got to be, be happy enough. With how we played, um, I thought Sterling again was tremendous um, in the midfield. I mean, we've we've really unlocked a, a hidden gem, yeah, midfielder that we never ever knew that we had. Uh, but it's it's funny how situations that you find yourself in with injuries and stuff like that can can lead to you having to make decisions like putting somebody like Sterling in the midfield, and it just works. You know, he's just taken to it really well. Um, but you know, the most important thing, of course, was all three points in the bag, and and we done that. And hopefully, hopefully, we're unscathed. Obviously, Goldson did come off um, with a little bit of a knock, but I'm hoping that's more of a sort of you know, one of those kind of dead leg situations where he'll just sort of shake it off, um, and it'll be absolutely fine. But yeah, no, I thought we handled ourselves pretty well, particularly in, in the first forty-five. Yeah, absolutely. I thought the, the the first forty-five, considering the conditions, was was one of our best halves of the season. Um, we've got so much to get to. A lot of people mentioned the conditions, and, and yeah, I don't want to be too harsh on on some of the passing because, like Connor said, I I generally the the moment that ball sort of swelled out of the box, I thought it was cleared. I generally thought it took a deflection of someone, and when they showed the replay, and it just sort of changed direction midair. Um, but look at this rabble member Stephen Gillespie with a five-pound super chat. Merry Xmas, Rabble, and everyone in the comments have a good one. I hope you have a, an amazing Christmas as well, Stephen. And, of course, everyone in the chat, I hope you all have an amazing Christmas. Um, just, it's good to go in this one. Feel good, isn't it? I can't just, oh, it just feels good. I'm, like, getting into the Christmas spirit again. I haven't been in that way for a while. And it's, I think Rangers are, they just dictate your mood so much. Um, care, we don't have to wait too long then for our second goal, which was, honestly, a ridiculous build-up in between this goal. It was just, it had so much 
um, zip about our passing, considering the conditions that we just mentioned. I, I wanted to give a particular shout out to um, Todd Cantwell, who sort of shaped the body to, to knock it wide from the course end, and then slices right across it to knock it into the path, which I think is completely intentional, by the way, mm. to knock it into the path of, of Tav. It goes sort of uh, back over to the left-hand side. Not the greatest cross from Ridvan, but listen, it lands at someone's feet, so it's for me, it is a good cross. Uh, Seema chests it down, and, and Cantwell runs onto it and just slots it into the, the bottom corner. And, and it's just, it's goals like that that really get you off the seat in it because it's just, you want to see good football. That That is the, we want to win games. That's that's the necessity. But seeing the good football mixed in with it just makes it so much better. And, and that was just such, such a good goal. I thought Cantwell was really good today. I thought he was everywhere as usual, but I thought he created a lot. He was involved in most of the good things we've done. I mean, double, I thought, uh, linked up well with McCloy's and times. And I thought Dessert worked well with him as well. But no, the finish was superb. They knew the conditions, they knew if he had it too hard, like underneath it, where it was going. So he just passed it in it. He never done anything else. He just directed it into the bottom corner. So he knew it would go there. And that's what we see for Cadmel because he's got that ability, sure, to get more goals in this team because they all know he can do it. So it's just getting him in these positions. And that was going to be playing behind him. He's going to have that opportunity because he's getting fought and create, creating for him. And I thought today was superb. But no, the two goals we scored were superb because I scored a lot more. We just we would take our chances at times, they're offside, etc. But no, I was quite happy where we played in the first half. Yeah, it's a good point, um, Connor, because, listen, 2-0, it, it's one of those sort of sketchy scorelines, isn't it, where if you get the next goal, it's it's done. It, the game's completely done. But the longer it goes 2-0, if they just bubble one in, you know, a scrap from a corner like they did have as well, one of them just lands in the net and then you've got the six minutes added on time. All of a sudden, it's a bit backs to the wall. So, again, you've got to praise the defending in the second half because we... Is it two games in a row? Or, or, or maybe not the St. Johnston game, the game before that. But we're not giving up a lot of chances. The, the Betis one as well. We went 3-2 up against Betis in a game that they could have had a few goals in. And all of a sudden, it, it's just like we've, we put the shutters down and it's like you're not you're not coming in. And we, we seem to defend better late on in games when, when it can be a nervy moment than than any other point in the game, which um, is, is a testament to the sort of player's confidence and, and understanding of what Clement wants him to do. It is, yeah. I mean, look, everything that was sort of asked of the defence today, you know, they, they dealt with. Um, you know, another game where we haven't had, I don't think, a short target against us. Um, I think, you know, yes, Mullow did have that wee flourish towards the end where they had to be scrambling the box and stuff, which... Kind of knew it was going to happen for Mullable because that that is something they've done a lot this season is they've they've snatched um, you know a point here and there with late late goals that they've they've managed to conjure up. Um, I think they showed that in the stats actually early in the game that you know Mullable have actually taken the most points for losing positions this season, um, and that has been due to late goals. However, in those games, in the main, they've been a goal behind as opposed to two. I think the only game that they were 2 nothing down and came back was against St Johnston earlier in the season when they got a 2-2 draw out of that. Um, but I wasn't ever really worried, you know, apart from that stromash in the box. Th- there was nothing that the, the fun is that was making me kind of go on the edge of my seat and think, oh, this is going to be a bit nervy here. Um, and you could see the desperation as well from Motherwell trying to get their, their way back in it. I do think the second half we dropped a little bit deeper than I would have liked us to in, in terms of just we afforded them a bit more space um, to try and create something. Obviously, quality wasn't there for them and 
and we did defend it in the end. But, you know, when you've got players like Spencer throwing themselves to the ground looking for a penalty kick, that's when that's desperate stakes at that point. That's you trying to find anything you can to to get the um you know the goal to to put you back in it and make it nervy. And it just was never going to come for them. Um and <clears throat> you know, I'm sure that we'll have members of the Tinfoil Hat Brigade out claiming that yet again, you know, VR and the ref have saved us and that was a penalty. It wasn't, it was clearly not. There was no contact. He's put his leg in front or put himself in front. Ayelma's anticipating or thinking that there's going to be contact, it doesn't come, and he goes to the ground. And for my money, being the fact he was already on a booking, that's that should be a second booking for simulation. Um, you know, so I think in that respect, they're very lucky to stay with, with 11 men in the park model. Um, but as I say, apart from those moments where you're, you're maybe unsure, it was all fairly comfortable. In the end, even though two 0 doesn't always look like a comfortable scoreline. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I do want to come on to sort of the penalty shout and, and everything else, if you can call it that. Um, someone has just put in the comments, if I can find it, because they're going through quite quickly. Is Goldson injured? We won't. We, we don't know just yet. I think he was brought off as a precaution. Um, I th- did they say he's one booking from a suspension as well? So it wouldn't surprise me if if we do rest him um, in the next game just to. You know, we don't want to risk the the other side of that for for the game after. So yeah, I think it's just proportionate moment, but we'll try and um, get some of the manager's comments as soon as they come in. Um, okay, just just finishing off that first half, then we get another sort of chance. We get we get the corner, and it was um, I think someone put it in the chat, but it was nice to see that that we've got some different um, corner routines going on now. We, we we're mixing it up, and we look a real threat from set pieces, which is something that we haven't seen in in a while. I don't think. Um, but yeah, the, the the corner obviously is short into the box. Campwell runs on, um, and oh no, sorry, this was sorry before that. I meant to build up to the corner. That was the he, he sliced that one over, didn't he? Sorry, my, my, my apologies. Before that, to win the corner, um, it's another little sort of scratch in the box, and um, it ends up at Campwell's feet, who who hits a fine volley, to be fair. And, and I mean, Liam Kelly actually pulls off a worldie of a save. It, it, I knew it was good, but when they showed the replay, it's, it's a tremendous save. He's, he's done really, really well to get that. And at that point, it was just we we were in full flow, and, and you know, I was just hoping we get third because I think if we get the third there, we we probably go four or five, maybe more. You, you just don't know, but it's it's those moments where it's, it's not it's hard to be clinical from that range. I do get that, but we were so on top. We've if, if there's one thing I would point out, and I don't want to go into any negatives of that, the clinicalness needs to be a little bit higher. Yeah, it probably does, Stu. But I think every team can probably see that about their own players. So. Listen, like you said before the match, a clean sheet, three points, a couple of goals up the road, we were happy with that. We did create a lot of chances today, and don't get me wrong, Liam Kelly pulled off some decent saves, especially that one for Camel, as you said. Uh, but obviously, Dessers missed a few, he scored a couple, it was offside, but other, with other chances as well. You just, you say, we score the third goal, and maybe get more. It's just getting that third goal, wasn't it? It seems to be, we kept pushing and pushing, but it just wasn't coming for whatever reason. But, Listen, see, today when you look at the side and you think we've got that many players missing, we actually played really good football at times. I know people say it's only Motherwell, but Motherwell gave it everything they had in the second half because they had to, the managers under severe pressure. Their fans are looking for more because, I think it was the commentator said it was 14 games or something, no winning. So they, you knew they were going to come out and try and be more direct, more physical, and they were. But we stood up, we stood up to it and 
the Rangers teams in the past, it's that against them, it's holding. But this is some of these players have done it in the past as well, these set of players. But under this, under the new manager, new, new, not a new manager anymore, he's been for a while, but under someone, there's a change of mentality, a change of attitude. And he changes the system as well when he has to, when other teams start to do different things. He doesn't just sit and wait and wonders what to do next. Then he's proactive, not reactive. So I like that about him. And listen, I thought overall the piece, I thought we've played really well. Like Connor said earlier, but Mullerwell was only going to have a decent spell in the game. It's just, you can't dominate for 90 minutes, but even when they had it, there's a few nuts and bobs around the box, one that Butlin gets stood on, which never really get mentioned, and people throwing themselves in the ground, but they didn't really put us under any pressure. I thought Balligan coped really well with Pira, who I think is a really good player. By the way, Pira, I thought Balligan coped really well with him. I sure thought Yolmaz did okay defensively today, especially his height. We broke out in the past, we would say he's a wee bit suspect there, but he won quite a few headers and he was quite physical as well. I know you can maybe point at his passing sometimes as off, but he wasn't the only one today in the conditions. But I thought he'd done very good defensively today, Yomas. Yeah, yeah, I, was, uh, I see a few people mentioned his passing in the first half, but I thought that improved in the second half as well. And he was unlucky not to get an assist, um, which again we can come to. I just saw um, one come in from Robert. We've got the manager's comments. I haven't got the clip of it just yet, so I'll just read them out. Um, it's a bit of faff to set it all up anyway. Uh, Robert is saying, what do the panel think to McCausland in the day? Can he go and cause Taylor a headache on the 30th? I think I could go and cause Taylor a headache on the 30th, if I'm, if I'm completely honest. He's, he's awful. Um, touch wood, because I don't want him scoring a screamer now. Um, but but what about you, Connor? I thought McCausland today showed that he, he is... He's still on that journey to becoming a, a senior player at Rangers, and he, he's very raw at times. But he does some really, really good stuff. So he's, he, you know, he is really direct. But it's those sort of final moments, sometimes that that final pass, that final cross, that it's just got to be worked on. But it's it's still positive signs all the time when I watch him. Yeah, listen, it is all positive signs, and and look, you you always have to accept me with young players like that that they're going to have their their foibles. They're going to have. Um, things that that they need to improve. That's the reason they are young players and that they're still developing. But he's shown a real maturity, I think, since he came into the squad in general terms and and real quality as well at times that um, he deserves a lot of credit for. And and he will give Greg Taylor problems next week. There's no doubt about it. The the pace he's got for a start. um, He's got a bit of technical ability. I mean, as you say, the the final ball lets him down. But, I mean, that lovely little sort of Cruyff turn he does the day that leaves, um, I can't remember which one of the other players it is, but leaves him in his ass. I mean, that's sensational play for a young man, but it's when he then gets into the area and I, the, the ball was, I don't really know what he was trying to do with the ball because he, he just didn't generate any power on it at all. He just sort of scuffs it off the Mullerwell defender and thankfully Tav's there to pick up and, and recycle the opportunity and keep it going. Um, but those are the moments he'll, he'll, he'll like to improve. Um, I mean, like he's got, Something in his locker because he, you know, the goal he scored against Aris was a, a terrific finish. Um, we just need to see more of that end product for him. Um, but he's not the only one that you could say that about in the team. I think Matondo's the same. I think again he goes through. He's got to slide the ball in for for Lammers earlier for whatever reason he doesn't takes it down the byline to the point where he's he's closed down by the Motherwell player and, and out it goes. So you know he's not the only one McCausland who has that. But I think he's just he's get. Endless amounts of energy, um, and he just he looks like he's relishing and, and loving every moment that he's playing. 
right now out in that park. Um, and, and so he should because but there's never any guarantees once we get everybody fully fit, you know, and maybe see he takes knock, whatever, it can all change very quickly. That's the dynamic of football. So I think he'll, he'll eat up every moment he can. And if we can get better out of him with a distribution, I think he'll be fine. And to be fair, he's when it comes to distribution, he's working in the same side as somebody who I think could be a very good teacher for him with that is concerned in, in Tav. Because although we hover grumbles about him, you can't deny over the, the period of a number of years, he's he's been one of the most threatening players when it comes to crosses into the box and getting shots away as well. So he's he's under the right learning tree for that sort of stuff. Um, and I think it will all... It'll all come. I really do. I, th- I think we've got a, the makings of a real superstar on our hands. There we go. So you can blame Connor if uh, if he plays poorly in a couple of weeks or in a week. Um, moving on to the boss is comments then, care. So he just spoke to BBC Scotland. He said, what we want, we want to win everything. The players want it also, but it's important to win in these circumstances. You need to struggle and fight, and the players did that. When the wind was normal, we played good football and scored good goals. It is a well-deserved victory in a clean sheet also. It's important we continue what we're doing. It's difficult for me to pick out players because it's about the whole squad. Everybody has, everybody has been available in other positions, and that is the mentality I want to see. It's important the players are ready for that, but also that everyone in every position knows what to do. Despite having nine players injured, we continue to play our football is the things we need to take into account for the next couple of months also and, and that players put their egos aside and only focus on the team. I know where the danger is when success is there. I'm going to be very strict on the message that it's all about the team. And he's also been asked about potential January signings. He said, we will see in the next couple of days and weeks what happens. The board and I have the same ideas about what to do and everybody is working really hard to make that happen. And finally on Connor Goldson, he said, I hope Goldson will be okay. He felt a little bit in his groin, which is a bit worrying. Uh, We will assess tomorrow. Not many players will come back for sure, but we will see in the next couple of days. We hope to keep the great support of our fans because that gives energy to our players. Game after game, we need all the support from our fans. Quite a lengthy one there then to, to to come up, but saying the right thing, I mean, uh, just picking little tidbits out of it, you know, pointing out that it, obviously it was it was a struggle in the weather, but but when the conditions were were decent-ish, we were playing good football, um, and and the big one there that he's going to be very strict because, you know, the the thought of success can can you know become a problem and it can and and that's and he talks about egos and and things like that and it's really good to see a manager actually point that sort of thing out. Yeah, he's trying to keep their feet in the ground, isn't he? Because we've no one in for them, we've won the League Cup, but the league, as the league's on, we want, and obviously we want to do both as far in Europe as we can, so he's trying to keep their feet on the ground and just taking that game by game, which is the right thing to do. We don't want to look too far ahead, which we do as fans all the time. I mean, we're ready to try to talk about Saturday, but we still get Wednesday to come into play before that. So, listen, take it a game at time. He said himself, nine players are injured, but the way of performing... At times, it doesn't feel like we've got nine players injured. Before, if we had nine players injured, we'd be really struggling. But he's managing to work players coming into the side and they're performing for him, even if he says they might be not playing the position they want to play, like, he's had, like he said before. I mean, Sterling's coming into the team and doesn't look like he's played anybody else before, to be honest with you. Campbell's playing really well. Dowell's come in from the cold and had two good games. And Dessers is starting to show a wee bit more with who we all wrote off. But I thought today, you can see he's got a bit of more confidence about himself. He's trying things he wouldn't have tried before. Yeah, he's still getting caught offside, but his finishing looks better, even though both are offside. But he's he's looking like he's got more energy as well, Stuart. He's not looking as 
giving up his match or just uh, shoulders slumped, he's getting involved more, so he's happy that he's playing himself. So this was an opportunity he maybe thought he would never get, and he's got it, and he's trying to grab it with both hands, which is good to see. I still think the bench, Matondo comes on and doesn't do a lot for me. Lammers is the same, and Scott Wright isn't much either. I know the game is nearly finished and stuff like that, but if the bench is a bit stronger, we're more happier. Uh, but Leon King come on does okay. John Sutter come on does okay. You know that it's it's I love I mean Matondo Lammers. I don't know how long they'll hang about. It's hard to get other players on big money, but I, I trust this manager. I do, and I know he's only in a short while, but. He's not done anything wrong. I know he, we've not lost a game since he came in, and I know that won't, ever, that won't last forever, but everything he, he does at the moment, we're believing him because he doesn't tell his nonsense like a previous manager. He tells his facts and he tells his, he doesn't look too far ahead. He just looks to the next game. So I'm looking forward to Wednesday and we'll take it from there. Yep, yep, summed up very well. We've got oh, we've got a super chat if I can get my words out. Um RM just saying, don't know why, every time, yeah, I was, I was noticing this a little bit today, Des is pointing a lot and, and not getting the ball, um, I think the Yilmaz one was a bit hard because Yilmaz was sort of still taking it in his stride and that was very, very close, I mean, the angle we were given for the, the offside was was a bit ridiculous, um, but just on what case there, Des is, and Tav as well, I wanted to put in there that they, they both seem to have just gained a yard, I don't know, I don't know if it's a fitness thing or if they were been carrying injuries, but they both just look a bit more lively when, when they're just in motion i don't know what it is but yeah for me it's a, another big positive um but we've got a massive super chat from les boldo um he said i'm sure if the weather's bad at parkhead and we lose we won't be too angry give us peace the winds a win attitude will creep up and bite us seen all too often with this team we need quality um let's get into it then we, we, we can't get through a whole show without with just pure positivity there's no chance um so let's jump in it's connor what, what do you make of this? Because I, I do understand where he's coming from. And, and listen, he's absolutely right in that we do need quality. Let's, let's not beat around the bush. The, the team has has gaps in it and it does need surgery. We, we know this and I'm sure it will be addressed in January, but certainly into the summer. But in terms of the attitude, I mean, I think we're riding a high a bit at the moment of, of what Clement has come in and done. But I think in, in terms of what he's saying, I don't think he is thinking like this, that a win's a win attitude. I think he's firmly got his feet on the ground and and he is taking it game to game. And and right now, it I don't know, to me, I'm, I might be completely wrong, but it feels like he's making the best of a bad situation out until he gets the chance to, to make changes. And in the meantime, if, if other players come forward in that time and, and show themselves to be worthy of a spot in the future, then that's all the better for us. I mean, it is, yeah. I can see, you know, where Lindsay Palmo is coming from. However, I think you've got to sit back and just take stock for a minute and, and realise that's 15 games without defeat for Clement since he came in the door. So it's not just about wins or win. You don't get 15 games without losing. Um, and I'm pretty sure in there there's only been what, two draws in that time. He's won every other game. You don't get that just by having a the wins a win mentality. You know, of course, that's not the mentality. Come on, Scotland. And we're coming on here. I mean, what, what do you want us to do? Are we supposed to come on and slag the team because we won a game of football? You know, because we didn't win five or six, nothing. You know, the reality is we, we played well today. Yes, the second half, there was a drop off. We were a bit deeper than I would have liked us to have been, as I said. And yes, there's still quality issues. 
that need to be resolved, um, you know, in January and in the summer. Um, however, we are picking up wins just now, and not just any old wins either. These are big games that we're winning. You know, you're winning a league cup last week. That doesn't matter that we won one though. You know, we, we we lifted the cup. You win that game, however you win that game. Um, yeah, you can pick the bones out. You can see this could have been better, that could have been better. We could have scored more goals, and that's fine. And that's what what we do more often than not on here. Um, and I think even before that, again, Betis was it the perfect performance? No, we conceded two very very sloppy goals um, for a defensive point of view. And again, that's something that you know when we're missing Leon Balligan as the partnership in there with Connor Goldson, we do look a bit more vulnerable. Um, so yeah, that's something that needs a needs addressing um, as there are a number of things but again it's job done we got the win that kept us in Europe topped as a group that we don't play now until March in the Europa League you know a first win for us against a Spanish team on Spanish soil you, you, you know we've got to be positive about the way things are going of course improvements are still needed there's none of us sitting here saying that we'll have finished article or that you know because we've you know turned a wee bit of a corner and got a couple of wins under our belt that it's you know everything's rosy in the garden again and you know Dessels is the next Michael Moles or anything like that you know we we understand the limitations but I just think Clement deserves a lot of credit for getting what he's getting out of this group of players right now particularly with the injury crisis that we've got and you've got to give him his due as well for somebody like Sterling I mean what a stroke of genius it's been to put him into the middle of the park. Um, so he's doing things like that, taking risks based on what he must be seeing in the training ground as well. And it's paying off. Yes, eventually we're going to have to be more comfortable in games and show a bit more clinical um, quality going forward. But I do think that will come. Um, and now we have a chance that we didn't have. You know, before coming came in the door, even when he first walked in the door, we'd all basically written their chances of winning the league title off now. We've got a trophy in the bag. We're two points behind them with a game in hand, knowing that anything other than losing the game next Sunday, assuming we beat Ross County, keeps it squarely in our hands. Because if we draw next week, for talking sake, then we beat Hibs in the game in hand, which I know sounds simple. I'm not saying it will be simple, but if we do do that, then we'd go above them anyway. So things are looking a lot more positive right now. Um, so I agree, there's improvements, but I don't want to be coming on here battering the team constantly when we're winning games. That's that's not what we're, we're about. It's about being constructive, and I think we do that perfectly well. There you go. Well summed up. Um, James Queen, how do I give subscriptions? Tried last two pods, can't seem to do it. I don't know exactly, and there may be someone in the chat that can help you out here, because I've seen people do it in the chat. Um, I don't know if you go... It's depending on if you're watching on a mobile device, I don't know. Um, but there's there's a little section that says if you're subscribed, it will say subscribed. I think maybe if you click there, it gives you the option to gift them. Not a link on the YouTube page, Joe. Pardon? Is there not a link on the YouTube page to click on to join? There you go. It may be on the YouTube page. Hopefully someone in the chat that's done it before can can uh, can help you out, James. I'm really, really sorry. I'll do my research to make sure next time I know 100 percent um, how you do it. But we appreciate your support regardless. Thank you very, very much. Um, so the, the subs start coming on then, Care and um, Matondo, Roy, King, I think, has got, got a rare run out there as well. Um, just 
it, at this point it was it was wrap players up in cotton wool really wasn't it and and just you know because what one thing and, I, and I'm, I'm gonna come on to some of the cards and stuff but you know we were in a war today like Seema was was battered from pillar to post um the the, the boy who's who um what's his name what was his name Spencer Spencer on the on the right I mean he made three yellow card challenges before before he's actually got booked. Um, and then Connor's obviously touched on the fact that he has that sort of dive in the box as well. So it, it was one of these ones where we weren't getting a lot of protection today. And I think Clamont managed that quite well, that, that we got the game to a point where we were happy with it. Then we can pull them off. And, and the guys come on, they did fine. They, they got us over the line in the end. And it was just important to get those key players off and, and get them wrapped up for, for the big games to come. I think yeah, I think the game management day was really good, and I knew what he was doing. Get, there's been a lot of football we've played over the last few weeks, and there's still three games to go. That's a lot of football with a squad that's down to, down to the bare bones because injuries. So he's been very clever about it, and today he knew two nothing up, ten minutes, fifty minutes to go. He made changes because, like you said, on he trusts everybody on the squad. It's not about one or two players; it's about everybody. As a team, may only get five minutes, but the five minutes you get are going to be very important to the team. Your team is over the line to get a few points. So everybody's got a job to do. And I mean, it's very hard to criticise. Listen, we all want better players on the side. We all do want better players on the side. I mean, no doubt he does as well. But this moment in time, he can't get them. He has to use what he's got, but he's used it very, very well. And it's, I think it's telling every player that's interviewed. They always mention the manager, or they mention the way the dynamics have changed, they mention the way the, the things have changed, they're a lot happier and stuff like that, and the club a lot happier in training. So I think that's telling on the manager and also on the previous manager. And so, you know, we all know ourselves, it doesn't matter what job you do, if you're not happy at your work, you don't perform as good, you, don't, you can't be bugging to work, or back to the day, I can't be after in here, I hate my boss, blah, blah, blah. But if you're going to a workplace you're happy with, you're smiling, you maybe put in a wee bit more effort, and maybe you would if you're only happy. So... Football is exactly the same. If it's not a happy dressing room, they don't do it intentionally, but they don't perform as well unless they're happy. So I'm happy with the way things are going on the side. I'm happy with the way we've played the last few games. Yeah, we could. We all want to do better. We all want to score more goals. We all want to perform and sit and watch it at home or sit and watch in the stadium like this is the best football we've ever, ever seen. But at the end of the day, it's about results. Nobody remembers it. Uh, performances if you don't win. But getting these three points and keep getting this title race, and personally myself, Michael Beale was here, I wrote it off. So I thought Michael Beale and Charles, we're never getting back into this like, title race. And Big Falls took his back in it with the same players who I wrote off. So that's, that's a big difference for me. It's a big change. And on the game today, I thought the ref was poor at times, Stuart. I thought the boy went through the back of Dessers, which was a, it wasn't a great challenge. He wasn't even going to the ball, he was just going through the back of Dessers. I thought if I went, the tackle on Campbell was poor as well. Yeah, Todd was clever and put his foot in front of the ball, but it was poor. But the boy throwing himself to the ground for the penalty when he was booked earlier. Uh, Stephen O'Donnell throwing the ball away and then shitting himself in case he got a second yellow and tried to put it in a minute. Then he never gave him a second yellow. I thought it was poor because, know yourself, if that's our player doing that, it's a big conspiracy about how the Rangers players don't get away with stuff. So it's not just us that get away with things, and everybody else does it. But no, on today, I'm sitting here ecstatic because we've won three, three points. We're going to Wednesday night. I'm looking forward to Wednesday. I'm even looking forward to Saturday yet until Wednesday's over. So I'm sitting here and going to enjoy my Christmas. And just to say to Aldo, Ava's doing really well. Thanks, Aldo. 
There we go. Big update from, from Keir there. Um, Brian, remember for 12 months now, uh, thank you very much for your support. Brian, a whole year, that's absolutely incredible. Um, I can see people trying to help James out to do these gifted subscriptions. Um, if, I, if I could, if I had time to jump on the phone, I would, I would try and get the exact thing to help you out. Um, but definitely for the next pod, James, we'll, we'll have that one. Um, so a couple of the decisions in, Connor. I want to touch on that one Keir just mentioned because we were, we were told that the way the refs are going to sort of officiate some of these games now is it all, all of the games is with a zero tolerance policy to um, players reactions and, and things like this and you see it all the time any sort of reaction now gets you booked and on a, a number of occasions we've seen maybe not in our league but down in England you've seen players get double bookings for two reactions back to back um, it's it's just the, the way the rules are right now you, you, you can't do that so the ball um, it's from Dessa's uh, wild left foot slice that maybe he should have passed, somehow spins and, and stays on the pitch. And and for, for whatever reason, the ball boy just drags it off the pitch with, with his foot. Um, so instead of Motherwell getting the throw in, we get a drop ball, um, which O'Donnell was not happy about, and threw the ball away in frustration. And you could tell the immediate reaction of him after he threw that ball away. He knew he was in trouble because he started immediately pleading and apologising for it. And and the ref just laughs and and just carries on and and listen, I, I'm not saying I'm not an advocate for just sending players off for for nothing and and sometimes I think you should be able to to um, react at in in certain scenarios and the ref should understand it but the rules are the rules and I don't think the refs followed the rules there at all. Um, no, he's certainly not followed the rules there at all, and I don't really fully understand why because. I could get it, you know, if, if he just said something with Donald, because players do that. <coughs> Excuse me. But the fact that he's actually thrown the ball, that, for me, that's clear. You get booked for that a hundred times out of a hundred, or at least you should. Um, I don't know why he's done it. I don't know, is it because of the time that was left in the game? And the refs maybe thought, oh, well, we'll just, you know, have a word, let's, you know, no have him suspended for another game. I don't know. Um, but he clearly should have been booked for that. I would have expected one of their players to get booked for it as I expect anybody else. Um, because what's the point? What's the point in saying zero tolerance to this? If you behave like that, you'll get booked. Except it's obviously not zero tolerance because you're happy to tolerate that. Um, you know, and there's, there's been other instances of it before. And yet I've seen instances where Players have been booked for a lot less than what O'Donnell done there. I've seen players be booked for simply asking the ref why he made the decision, you know, without being overly aggressive because you're not allowed to do it. You know, they say that the captain can have a, a brief chat with the ref, but the other players are supposed to stay away from him. But clearly, O'Donnell didn't do that. Um, so, yeah, it's one of those ones. Obviously, didn't have a bear in the game, but it's just the inconsistencies that you get with referees. I think most referees would have sent him off there. Um, he's lucky that David Dickinson, or, you know, Dickinson's real deal, as it was for him there, that he didn't get off. So, you know, I think he got away with one. Um, as did the ball boy. I love the ball boy's reaction. The camera pans to me, stone on the body's lap. What what happened? <laughs> what happened? You know what happened? Come on. I should have, he should have been booked, I know. Um, but no, just bizarre. I mean, Mullerwell really shouldn't have been Finishing that game with ten, maybe eleven men. Anyway, I think, I think that's clear. Whether it's the dive, whether it's O'Donnell for that one, or whether it's the fact that 
I'm surprised they didn't have more of a look at O'Donnell's first booking when he's basically kicked Butland in the head. Now, it's totally unintentional, I get that. But that's surely endangering the safety of a player, is it not? Is, would that, if it's a head, not quite that. I mean, if you elbow somebody in the face, you get a red card. So why is it different if you kick them? We'll never know. I don't think anyone from other was getting a red card today. Um, it was nice to see Sterling get a yellow card, though, for, for the the same... Obviously leading a little bit with the arm, but he's, he's jumping. But I swear, I've watched the world do that about 26 times with no card. Um, we are the people gifted five uh, memberships to the Rabble podcast. So if you've got a membership there, I think we are the people. Very, very kind gesture there. Um, what else have we got coming in? Um, loads of Merry Christmases. Uh, let's just, uh, man, Paul's just said there, look, Sterling got ju- uh, booked for jumping. There we are. Um, care, just just to rewind a tiny, tiny little bit then, because we um, kind of touched on it briefly, but I did, I did want to jump into it. The penalty itself, I actually was a bit worried on first viewing because at full speed, I thought it was a penalty. I thought I thought Yilmaz has caught him and he's he's gone down on its pen. Um, obviously, on second, it's a good decision from the ref. It was the handball as well, of course. Any any complaints from them? I mean, it will be all over Twitter today that they were denied a stonewall penalty. We know that much. But any any complaints that they can have about that? It looks it looked just like one of those ones. Maybe not quite a dive. It might be like a bit like the McCausen one that we constantly did get a penalty for. But the, the, the player is expecting the contact and therefore he's he's put his body across and, and he's gone down. It's it's sort of like not quite a dive, but definitely not a foul. I was like you strap up and I seen a flash up penalty and I thought that straight away and then they showed it back. I said no he's red bad done really well and pulled out the challenge and he's put yourself in front of him waiting in contact, nothing happens but he goes down. So you can see it was a drive he's he trying to be clever but in the day he's trying to call the ref to get a penalty. It never happened. It wasn't a penalty for me so you can probably say it was a dive, but I know if it was up the other end, and I'll be shouting for the penalty. And if we got that, everybody would be it's a conspiracy. So no doubt, all these blogs already have started just now and saying, "My one, my penalty. That's a disgrace." It's an it's Maggie Maddie to the book. You can give away a penalty. So the Tin Hat Brigade will keep going tonight all over Christmas. Not after Christmas hats on, they'll have tin foil hats on. There you go. Um, so finally, what I'd like to discuss the number nine, then Connor Cyril Dessers, who had a bit of a mixed game, had a lovely little one-two with Dow for the goal, um, a few wayward shots or, or air shots. I think he had at least two air shots um, during the game. That's the Dessers we know and, and some love. He actually had some really good moments as well, I thought, throughout. And and obviously the, the two runs he pills through, the first one is, is quite conclusive. He, he definitely looks offside. Um, nice little finish though, good good slip under. Player that he looks like he's playing with a lot of confidence at the moment, which is really, really good to see. And, and like I said before, definitely got a bit more of a spring in his step. I think Kerr touched on that. Um, but right at the end, you know, was it um was it Lammers who, who wins the ball in a 50-50, by the way? He proper goes in for that 50-50, which I was delighted to see from Lammers. Does something good, and we always talk about how the next thing is bad, but instead he strides forward with it, slips the ball through, Destas goes in, lovely little fake around the goalkeeper left foot finish um and then he's robbed of uh just a fantastic goal really and they, they look back at the camera angle and listen it's not just us you know i know that that Celtic had one similar was it last season i think maeda they 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 maybe like 
put the camera from about 60 yards away to show the offside and and again today there's been at least three or four at fur park that listen i'm not arguing whether they're offside i'm just arguing that is is that really the best camera angle we can we can provide with var because it's it, to to everyone else it just doesn't look conclusive it's no you know the problem is that 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 is something that they're going to have to address because you can't have the situations with offsides where you're expecting officials to draw lines if they're not getting a clear view of the offside. There should be a side-on view that they can see clearly along that line, just as they would if they were the, the fourth official, the linesman on the day, would see it and then make that call. Because the line isn't straight. And you look at how they draw it because of the angle. It can't be straight. It's always going to just be slightly off. Um, in terms of the way the line is. So they, they need to address that. Muddle, you know, Fur Park is particularly bad for it. Um, a few of the other grounds aren't great either. Um, but but Muddle have been involved in a few high-profile incidents where you just think, mm. I mean, the Maeda one you were talking about there, he was a Rangers fan. For me, he was about two yards onside and the lines were drawn so poorly because of the angle they're looking at for about 60 yards away. It doesn't help. Um situation so no I think it's it's unfortunate for the big man because I thought he probably deserved his goal the day um you know the first one I've no qualms about he has gone just just a bit too early which slightly frustrates me because I don't think he does need to go as early as I think he could have afforded to just hold his run for a split second um and then go and I think he'd have still got in the end of it. Um the second one I mean it's lovely for the second one you know just jinks around the goalkeeper and at the tight angle that he had as well, you know, to slot at home was fantastic. But I played that easily would have been probably the best goal he'd scored for us had it stood. Um, but the bright side is he's had the confidence to do that. And despite it being ruled offside, you've got to keep hoping that that's given him the motivation. Okay, you're a bit unlucky today with fine margins, but you've had two great finishes there. Um, and if he keeps going like that, It'll be great, I think, um, in terms of he'll get a couple more goals in the bag. Um, and he's going to need to, because for all we talk about him, the reality is whatever happens in January, he's not going to be one of the players that will be getting out the door in January. He's here till the end of the season, at least Serial Dessels, in my opinion. Um, you know, we might bring another striker in in January, but that more likely that striker will be to replace Ruth than Dessels, simply because Ruth's just... He's finished. You can't. You can't get more than a few minutes out of him. So, I think Dessers will be there to the end of the season, and we're going to need him picking up goals um, whenever he can. And hopefully, maybe next week will be the time for him to shine um, at, at Parkhead, and, and and it won't be offside. But I totally agree that the we need to do something to address these god awful lines for the offside because it's. You can't, you can't be doing that. You really can't. And the thing is, the thing that gets me is when the, the linesman puts his flag up, seeing a situation like that, it's total guesswork for the linesman. When it's that tight, how can he possibly be sure that it's offside? I get why he's putting it up because then he's going, well, VR will come in anyway and look, but you're just going to go, he's totally guessed. And then you've got the VR sort of guessing with the lines as well because it's a terrible angle. So uh, you just feel a wee bit unlucky. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, I'm sure everyone has got plenty of stuff to do on Christmas Eve. If you're like me, you've still got loads of presents to wrap or even buy. 
I think um, in, in Care's case, maybe, because I, I heard that he was down getting some last minute ones earlier. So we are going to leave it there. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining. I um, also want to send best wishes, like everyone else, to Gaza Legend, who looks like he's unfortunately going to be spending it um, in the hospital. So all our best wishes to you, Gaza. We hope um, everything goes well and you're out of there as soon as possible. Um, <laughs> I see Paul saying it. Not, not a fan of Christmas then from Paul. Um, but honestly, thank you so much for all the support um, this year from, from everyone. There's obviously plenty more to come and I'll leave you the fact that there are quizzes coming for the for the break as well. So everyone who loves the quizzes, we're going to have a few of them going. Um, so plenty more to come. Hopefully plenty more joy to come just after Christmas as well. Thank you to Connor and Care for joining me today to go through all this. And again, once more, thank you to every single person in chat. All of the um, super chats, the, the subscriptions, the, the gifted memberships, they all mean a lot to us um, and, and we, we really do appreciate it. We will leave it there for you on a day that Rangers beat Motherwell 2-0, um, despite being the underdog, as Messrs. Cragen and McFadden predicted um, a Motherwell victory, or point at least so. I was shocked to see that we somehow went against those two absolute geniuses and um, upset the apple cart. But we'll leave it there, guys. Have a great Christmas, and we'll see you soon after. All the best, everyone. Podcast Network.